Hey, this is Seb, and you are listening to Mix New Music Club Unsigned with Dash. Hey, this is Dash, and I'm looking for some of the best unsigned artists in music. I think I found one today. I'm so excited for this episode. Seb has, has gone absolutely viral on TikTok in the past month, um, and I found him months ago for a different song, one that he didn't go viral by. I'm so excited to have him here. It's the Mix New Music Club Unsigned. This is so cool. I found Seb a couple months ago, and then like a month ago, he went absolutely viral on TikTok. Um, and I found you from a song that like maybe had like 10,000 streams at the time on, you know, on a streaming service. I think now it's at like half a million and, yeah. and your newest song that's really blown up on, on TikTok. You know, I know it's been used in over 300,000 videos. I saw that on your Instagram the other day. Yeah. Uh, God, like, what do, you, what do you think? Like over 10 million people have listened or heard that like mashup on TikTok at this point? Oh yeah. Probably well over that. Like it's, it's actually insane. Man, you're so talented, dude. And and I, I would love to hear where do you like where does it come from? What was it something in your childhood? Do you feel like like you were your parents musicians? What were you yeah. listening to growing up? Um, well, I think the main thing was like I was never like like music wasn't my first artistic passion. It was like the first thing I wanted to do was like sculpting. So I was like kind of getting into that when I was younger. And then it went from that to like origami. Then from origami, I was like, I wanted to be a comic book artist. And then when I when I told my dad that he was not happy, and you know he took all my art supplies, threw it out, you know the whole. Oh, that's terrible. Was that in Chicago at the time, or where was that? Yeah. <laughs> wow, we have such a great art scene. Our, our, you know, schooled artists in Chicago is like one of the best in the country for sculpting, drawing, whatever you could think of. Yeah, I wish yeah. I went to that school so bad, but you're doing okay now. It seems like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not not too stressed about it anymore. But but then basically it was like actually my best friend at the time, Moose. He he gave me an iTunes gift card and he was like, "Yo, you need to get the Carter Three right now." And then so went home, got that, blew my mind. I came to school the next day and was like, "All right, so we're starting a rap group." let's figure this out <laughs> yeah man um that's crazy what when you were little like what artists do you think you listen to the most or what are your favorites that you like you've been listening to your whole life yeah um say definitely like Jimi hendrix the beatles but then also like kid cuddy toro Imwa, tyler the creator like all the dudes are just like super multifaceted and like have a very particular sound. Definitely, definitely. Um, those are those are like you think of the depths of the talent of all of the people you just listed, and and also I think this is interesting. Something I wanted to ask you about too. I think that your music is so emotional. Like it resonates with so many people. Uh, just even in like the cadence of your voice. Even if you ignored the lyrics completely, like you, you get goosebumps hearing your voice on your tracks. Um, like even the inspiration for it, if you're thinking like live and die in LA, um, I think anyone, anyone who's felt the pressures uh, of LA in any way, or like felt the need to be out there, like, or, or anything like that. Like it got to me when I first heard it, what were you yeah. going through when you were like, I have this, I, I got to write this down on paper. This is going to be one of my songs. At the time it was like, cause that, I think I wrote that like basically right when like quarantine was starting 
And then the whole thing, I had moved out to LA to pursue music. Mm-hmm. And then at the time, it was just like a lot of things were going on. I was talking to this previous management company that sort of like fell through. And I was just felt like, damn, I'm in LA, middle quarantine, no real direction. And I was just, I don't know, it was one of those songs that just came out. Yeah. And, and good thing dropping the two from the Live and Die in LA because... It's, it's fun. Yeah, obviously, oh, yeah. famous Tupac song. Like, there's, and so I was like, oh man, like, I wonder if there's a pro- there's probably like a couple different big artists who have done it to live and die in LA. And wow. so stuff that's yeah. just like, living. yeah, and yours separates like itself that. in a really cool way, man. Um, and then, so Seaside Demo, I mean, you, you kind of, you, you brought up to me before how you're like, you were doing mashups on TikTok where you would hard pivot from like a famous song into one of your covers. And then yeah. inside of doing, a, instead of doing a cover, you're like, let me do, let me do, let me do an original. And yeah. then, do you think that's why it absolutely blew up? Like, what are the factors that went into that? Man, to be honest, I, I think, well, one of the things was like, I was doing so much of those covers that like, people just started to come to me for like sounds for their own videos. Mm-hmm. Sort of like gain like a fan base that way. But then when I made, the the first TikTok with the watermelon sugar and seaside, you know, it didn't do anything like crazy the first, I don't know, two, three months, because I did that in February. Wow. And then I did it and people were like, oh, this is like cool, you should finish it. Blah blah blah. And then like out of nowhere, three months later, I'm starting to get like tagged. Um people are like calling me like, oh, what's going on with this song? And then Eric is like blowing up my phone like yeah. Hey. I think we got to put this song out. This is out of nowhere. Dude, it's so what you're saying is because I've been there where I posted TikTok and then like next day it's still only got like a couple hundred views, like a thousand <laughs> views. And I'm like, do I take this down? And what you're saying right now makes me think like, no, you should, you should leave everything up. Like if you thought it was good, if you created it, if you put effort into it, like it, it might take a little while to find its respect. But I mean, damn, dude. Um, I, I want to talk about the lyrics too and where you're able to find them because. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking about like there's there's a cool there's always been that like oh like if we could be vampires and live together forever like that's that's a really it, it, you know and be by the seaside forever like that's a beautiful thought you know and you put it that way and, you know, kissing on your neck like a vampire like that's kind of like a those yeah, are all cool yeah, analogies yeah. too Can you talk about obviously where did that come from man to be honest it really wasn't like because usually when I I'm writing songs it's like I usually have this song the main lyrics of it done within like two hours. But then like, I would spend like months rewriting and like refiguring it out. But with that one, that's just like, I was writing the first thing that was just coming into my head. And then like midway through that first verse, I was just like, man, I know people like really love vampires. <laughs> they like find a way to like incorporate that. And then yeah. that, that's really as deep as it got. Wow. And how'd you learn, how'd you learn guitar? Man, lots of lots of YouTube for the most part. <laughs> Dude, you feel so self-made to me. You're talking about how like your dad like kind of wasn't really that supportive of you doing like the artistic thing and like yeah. it, it seems like against like maybe some pressure you still made it happen, which is so dope. Um, do you think you write music? So you kind of just said that with the, with the vampire thing, like people love vampires. Like, do you think you always write music? with and create music with like the listeners in mind kind of what the audience will like or do you think a lot some of the times it's purely you in your experience usually like 
I try to like find that middle ground. So like, I, I like, I try to be as, except for like Seaside, but I try to be as like specific as possible with whatever I'm going through. Cause mm -hmm. I, I just know it's like somebody can find like their own parallels with whatever they're going through within my right. song. So sure. I try to be like super specific with the lyrics and in the production, I just try to make, like make that as catchy and as fun yeah. as possible just so like as many people can enjoy it for sure and and it's so cool so you i like you kind of like you're kind of a curator on tiktok too you know yeah. especially when you're introducing your music and you're like yo like if you like this song and this music and you like this artist and this music like you might like this which is me and, and i love seeing that too because you kind of are your own music personality and curator on TikTok on side you know on top of being a creator um, yeah. which which is really dope to see I would love for the podcast like so how would you if I asked you right now if you could describe yourself using other artists in music right now how would you describe yourself oh man <laughs> um I guess if you take the DIY approach of like a Mac DeMarco um you take the the somber vocals of like a Kid Cudi, and I don't know. And you take like like the pop appeal of hopefully like a I don't know like a Khalid or something, and you just like mash them all together. It's like what I want my stuff to feel like. It's a dangerous trio. That's I mean, and, and they all show depth too. Even with Khalid, like it's like. Yeah, like I mean, his his stuff's really catchy, but he's still got like emotion, a, a lot of emotion in there. Yeah, um, man. It, no, do you have changed my life? That song, right? It's an amazing song. Yeah, <laughs> like you're like, well, my location's about to be in LA, so it'll be different. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's dope to talk to you, man. I'm so excited to get you on the Mixed New Music Club Unsigned, and and I'm just thinking, you know, I, I want to know. Did you get on TikTok right away? Have you been on there the whole time just because it has been such an avenue kind of for your, your popularity? Uh, no. <laughs> I, honestly, I didn't know, like, too much about it. And then it was, like, at the time, like, when I had put out, like, Boys Don't Cry, Live and Die in L.A. with Eric helping me out last year, it sort of got, like, big looks on Spotify because it got added to all these playlists. But then... You know, after it left the playlist, all the views dropped. And then that's when we realized, like, oh, there wasn't, like, a fan foundation there. It was just, like, a playlist placement. Yeah. So then that's when it was, like, I started looking more into TikTok and seeing that as, like, a way to really, like, start connecting with people. And the way the whole algorithm works is just insane. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, this is a perfect way to, like, build a fan base. Dude, distribution is an insane factor in in whether music reaches people it's like it's not especially right now it's such a cluttered environment there's so many good artists and so many good songs and like it's it's hard to find them and so that was like the beautiful thing like you might have showed up on a playlist for me that might have been how i found you and i was like i gotta go on like all of his songs and follow him and this that and blah 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 but absolutely like if if, if you stop being put in front of somebody in a way where it's easy for them to find you like you might disappear for them which is which is sad um, and it's, I almost want to go back to like to some of the artists you referenced, whether it was like Kid Cudi or, or Khalid, I think about like, you know, being from Chicago, Lupe Fiasco specifically, like yeah. we talk about like 
he he purposely creates like a radio song on each one of his albums. And so uh, like, that's like the song with like I think like the least amount of, of depth and it's the most poppy, but he knows it's gonna pop off. Yeah. Um, and all of his other songs are beautiful. It's poetry. Like this dude creates poetry. Um and and, and so it's kind of cool, like at least if you can create like a catalyst, you know what I mean? Like at least like I, I love the thought that like the seaside demo is a catalyst for people to like find you. Yeah. yeah. Like that's your distribution. Like you were talking about like TikTok, like now you have God, probably like let's say like a hundred million different people that have heard your mashup and have been like, oh, like I'm aware of his voice at minimum, right? Uh, and, and and you know maybe half of those or maybe even like one percent of those people clicked through to your TikTok profile and then like went and followed you. So now you have all of those people who are so invested in you and your music, uh, like, like me, like me before you blew up on TikTok. I mean, everything you make, I seem to love it so far. And your process is crazy too. To think that you write something in two hours um, is, is is pretty impressive. Like you know, you whenever you hear that from like a Billie Eilish, everyone's like, we need to praise it. Like two hours, that's crazy. This song's a hit. She wrote it in two hours. Like, and you're saying like, yeah, like I'm able to write most of mine in that amount of time. So it's cool that you become inspired and then just like lock in. How I'm so curious. Just how old are you? I'm 24. Okay, cool, for sure. Like, I, yeah, like, I'm like, you could be any age. I don't know. Like, I feel like 20s are just, like, a weird, like, ambiguous, like, you know, but you're killing it, man. Do you feel like, how long have you been in L.A.? I've been here for two months. Oh, no, not two months, two years now. Two years? Okay. Do you feel like you're? it's, like, going to be a long-term thing? Like, you want to stay there for the rest of your life? Oh, man, I don't know about that. <laughs> but, yeah. um because just getting here was such a crazy adjustment because I came straight from New York. Totally different landscape out here. But now I'm like, I'm really starting to love the weather. I'm I'm loving the space, you know? Yeah. It's pretty awesome. You mean in the middle of December when it's like not 20 degrees and snowing, you, you love that? <laughs> Man, that hits different. <laughs> when I have yeah. friends in Chicago, like I see them posting about like, I don't know, some snowstorm or the yeah. weather five below and I'm like in shorts there's benefits in every city I feel like LA New York and Chicago like I don't sometimes it depends you got to find your niche of your niche group of people in LA for sure and you can love them yeah. um but like I you know when I was out there there's a lot of like <laughs> facey ego like nobody actually, actually like, like cares about other people they're just trying to do their own thing like and they'll they'll eat you alive if it means getting them to the, the right place yeah, I can't do that. Like Chicago is like everyone's just like you know you care. It's a caring city. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm honestly like so thankful that I came from a place like Chicago because it's like yeah you're right. Like if if you're not good at sort of like finding the right type of people, you could easily just get like caught up in the wrong mix. Yeah, absolutely, man. And so I, I love hearing that from other people because it reaffirms it for me. My girlfriend lived out there for a year, so I was just out there all the time. Uh, and, and like the like you said, like the weather's insane. I love In and Out. I like. I got so mad at her. She was out there this week. She got back yesterday, and she was like, "You didn't bring me In and Out." She's like, "I thought you were joking. Like you actually wanted me to fly back to Chicago with a bag of In and Out, eat up that burger, which been so gross after like seven hours on a plane or whatever." Yeah, maybe not that. <laughs> yeah. my order down and everything. Well, dope, dude. Either you're gonna be in Chicago and I'll be out there, and, and we're gonna meet up soon. I can feel it. I feel like this is not the last time we meet, and it's also the first of of many radio interviews. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I should be in Chicago like next month or something. Oh wow! Well, hit me up. 
Yeah, but no, the world will be even be more dope. open. It's gonna be like Lala time too, so it'll be nuts around here. Um, and and hopefully we can hear you across the country on on, on radio soon, Seb. Thank you so much for doing this, my dude. <laughs> Uh, I think we're going to attach Seaside Demo. I feel like we have to as much as I want to attach Live and Die in LA. But uh, if you're listening to this podcast, Seb is is so talented. One song isn't enough to justify it. Thank you so much for doing this, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. This is my first like radio interview. This is sick. Yeah, it's not the last. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, <Man. for> sure. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Seb. Yeah. Hey, this is Seb, and this is my song, Seaside Demo. song so good from seb seaside demo absolutely viral on tiktok mashed up with harry styles Three hundred thousand people have used it in their own videos millions and probably like a hundred million listens i would say uh so cool to have him here on the mix new music club unsigned please rate review like subscribe and i'll see you on the next episode anticipation is building the holidays are just around the corner and at the home depot we can't wait With Black Friday savings all through November, you can count down to Christmas early with a Santa Countdown Inflatable Special Buy, only $69.98. Or anticipate when friends and family come to visit with an entrance full of LED lights that will welcome them and the holidays with open arms. Get the holiday magic started early. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. 
We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.